Welcome everybody to In the Trenches podcast by SoCal Students Ministries. My name is Charlie and I'm here with Elliot today. What's up? And Gary Garcia. Hey. So we are recording right now the very first episode of In the Trenches and you can label this or we'll label this a double zero or the prelude, the intro to the podcast. And if you are here and you just want to go straight into learning a little bit more about youth ministry or want to know more, or, um, some leadership tricks and traits or whatnot. You can either just skip this if you don't want to hear about us and don't get straight it. into it. Don't skip it. <laughs> okay, why should they not skip it, Elliot? Because it would hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is just to get to know who we are, why we are starting this podcast through SoCal Students, and um, again, just to get to know us a little bit more. So, Elliot, let everyone know that's listening right now who you are, when you started youth ministry, maybe why you started yeah. youth ministry, and uh, a funny story about youth ministry. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I've been a youth pastor for six years now, and uh, I got into ministry even though I'm a pastor's kid and I said that I never would, um, but I only became a youth pastor. I only got into ministry because I felt specifically called to youth ministry. I remember, and for me, it wasn't like the skies opened and God spoke to me. It wasn't so much as this crazy spiritual experience as it was realizing what I love doing, what I was naturally good at. And uh, I remember being at a camp and seeing Gary, who was someone I had n kind of heard of and like seen. He was like a legend in youth ministry. Uh, and he led a lab and there was something about his heart. He's, he was like, I've been a youth pastor at that time. I think it was like 20-ish years, like early 20 years in the same youth ministry. And I was like, that's what I want. Because even, you know, as a kid, I'd had like three or four different youth pastors, sort of a lot of people's experience. And I was like, I want that consistency. I want to do something like that. Like, I don't want a stepping stool sort of thing. I want to be a youth pastor. And uh, so I got connected with Gary, did his internship. And then right around after that, I started uh, the youth position at my home church. And I've been there for six years now. So nice. Do you have a funny story? And the reason why we talked about this beforehand, yeah. just Letting everyone know that yeah. weird stories happen in every youth of course, ministry. Of course I do. Uh, so I'll, I know you both have good stories like about experiences with students. So I'm just going to tell like a, a different route. Okay. So my most embarrassing moment probably in life happened at summer camp. Okay. But it didn't involve a student. It was my fault completely. Gary, do you know where I'm going with this? I yeah. think I know too. Okay. We were at youth summer camp. And we were in this sort of youth pastor connection point, right? It was where we had dinner afterwards and, and everything. And I'm at a table and there's um, a few youth pastors I don't know. And there's one that I, I do know. Um, and she's leading at a church. She's not even the youth pastor. She's just sort of helping in the area. And someone had the bright idea at the table. I don't know who it was. It was a very helpful person who said, why don't we all introduce ourselves and say something fun? And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in middle school getting to know people, but whatever. So I'm trying to like enter in and, and really set the mood, trying to be a big personality. I, I help out at the camp. So I'm like, I need to support this guy. <laughs> and uh, so we're going around the table. I introduce myself. And then this girl, no matter how many times I hear this story, yeah, it it's really still gets bad. better. She introduced <laughs> introduces herself, and I'm not gonna use any names because I hope they listen to this, right? But she introduces herself, and I I have known her, and I know that she had recently just gotten engaged, mm -hmm. right? And at camp, I had asked her, "Hey, where's your where's your fiance?" I hadn't really known him that well, and I was wanting to connect with him, and she said, "Oh, he couldn't make it." And I was like, "Ah, tell him I missed him," right? 
that was our only interaction up to, to that point. Then she's sitting at my table, right? And so she introduces herself, but she doesn't mention that she's engaged. I take it upon myself to be her hype man, right? She's a little more shy, introverted. And so I just start going in and I'm like, she's like, yeah, my name is this. And I, I serve in this position and she's about to like, let it pass. And so I go, and she's engaged. And, uh, and she just kind of like gives this nervous smile or whatever. And I'm like, come on, show us the ring, show us that bling girl. Like, let us see it, like show us. And, and she just kind of was like, mm, no, thank you. And I'm like, I think she's just being shy. And so my mind is like, I need to, I need to do more now. I need to. And so I keep, instead of being like, okay, let me take this signal. I go even more all in and I'm like, come on, show us that ring. Come on, girl. You got it. Let us see the bling on your finger. Like the rocks too heavy, you know, like your ice style, all that stuff. And she keeps just being kind of like, no, it's okay. And so I finally get the hint of like, there's something that I'm not catching. And so we move on. And then she like quietly turns to me and is like, yeah so um we're not engaged anymore and it had just happened <laughs> and i like it was the most in my like heart sank to my stomach and i had to like talk myself out of it you know and just yeah. like it uh, ended up being a good encouraging conversation but i thought i was i would have rather died in that moment than i was there it happen. was like watching an episode of the office yeah it was beautiful it was that awkward cringy comedy um that you just can't what if she listens to this? Right. She'd be all sad again. No, yeah. we've we, she's Good in such Elliot. a great place. She's a strong woman. <laughs> but I like you remember that day, Elliot devastated me at yeah. camp. It's my most embarrassing story, it and it has to do with youth ministry in sort of a different way. So that was that was me. Uh-huh. That's yeah. But Gary, what about yourself? Um, I'm at Cornerstone Church in Fountain Valley. This is year, uh, I'm in year 29 of leading the youth ministry and, and uh, doing a lot of other stuff there as well. And, and um, also uh, part of a team that's leading the student ministries for uh, Southern California, Assemblies of God as well. So it's keeping me busy, still just doing a lot and, and loving it though. And, you know, uh, I've got into youth ministry it really by accident. Everything I do is backwards. So I got saved on a missions trip. Um, I started. Uh, I did not know that. I started doing youth ministry. Uh, I got the job before I did any schooling or even had the calling. I had the job, and uh, and you know through certain circumstances, uh, definitely changed my whole career path. Was on the career to be a fireman. Changed everything to to go into uh, youth ministry, and and just really felt clear that's God's direction, God's plan. My dream was not His dream, mm-hmm. and so. Um, follow that and and man so glad that I did can I can't imagine my life not being in youth ministry I don't know for some reason I was thinking about this on the drive home yesterday um, if I hadn't answered God's call like I wouldn't know any of you like you guys would yeah. probably all still know each other I just wouldn't be part of that picture and it's such a well, I don't think so weird thing you were a big part of me yeah. and I feel like so many others directly I know like Corey there's a lot of us who uh, wouldn't be where we're at whether we'd be in ministry or not uh, directly related to you. So, and that's crazy that you got the job before you were even like called. I did. Let, let's hope that you start to feel <laughs> called to youth ministry at some point. I wouldn't, <laughs> at some point. I wouldn't encourage pastors to go that route when they hire youth pastors, but it, it could work. It works. It's like missionary dating. Yeah. I want to know what went through your senior Nine times mind. out of 10, not going to work, but there's the that senior one pastor time. that hired me was like a hundred years old and <laughs> he was like, like on almost to heaven. 
and and didn't have any idea what he yeah. was doing. It was, the I idea could, of being with teenagers. Can was I like, say that he was just not a very good lead pastor anyway? <laughs> but do it. Obviously, he hired some guy that Adam, wasn't even called yeah. to to youth ministry. He's like, you're young. That's, you like hanging out with students. Yeah, Here you're you in. Here's here's <laughs> twenty bucks a month. <laughs> Cancel that guy. But. And then what about like a funny story just to share with everybody? Uh, I could tell so many. I love camp. Like I've been doing the camps for a long time. So camps are always fun. And I know you guys think I'm going to tell one story. I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> I, w- I wish you would. I we need to have another <laughs> version of this podcast <laughs> that like has an age requirement or whatever, where we could really talk as youth pastors. You <laughs> the know? Explicit version. If you want to know like that part of the story that happened in camp, come talk to me next yeah. time you see me. And I'll tell you about the kid in the sleeping bag. Um, Yeesh. But uh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen at camp was we were closing the camp down and going into each room to, you know, make sure the lights out and everything. And we hear this screaming all of a sudden coming from the girls dorms. And so we go running over there and we obviously we have to announce ourselves because we're on the on the girls floor and let them know we're there. But these girls are screaming at the top of their lungs in their room. We go into their room and guys had taken glow sticks and collected like I, I, they had to have like 20 lizards they collected and poured glow sticks all over the lizards and then let them go in the girls' oh rooms. See these glow streaks running around all over their room. And we spent an hour trying to catch all these lizards to get them out of there. I, I couldn't even be mad because I thought it was brilliant. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. Isn't the also the biggest poop you've ever seen in your life? at summer camp oh it, it was i have a picture if you guys want to see that too next <laughs> time we, you're around yeah. once we have like video for the podcast oh. we'll have to show that but it is it's jarring it's I've like a chipotle it. burrito yeah it's like two I don't pepsi know, cans i don't know like i don't <laughs> know what's going on in that kid's yeah. life <laughs> like that kid was yeah I don't, that's that camp that's food. another conversation but it's the camp eggs I'm like more amazed at the fact that the students would think that much to actually capture lizards. Genius. That is so genius. Like I want to meet them. Evil genius. Oh, yeah. They were so good. That was probably one of the best things. That's where I've you ever can't seen. even punish some like that's yeah. one of those things where you're like, uh, no yeah. one's getting in trouble for this. Like when they push the stack of chairs down the the stairs, you're like, dude, that's not clever. Yeah. That's not funny. But that that's what I appreciate when someone's cle- like during uh quarantine youth, like summer camp people would comment stupid stuff mm-hmm. all the time and we'd have to like, you know, ban them or whatever. But there was one kid who went out of his way to make a profile, like made a, a uh, you know, email address, made his profile name and got a picture and made it Gavin Newsom and said, I've not sanctioned you guys to do this. He was just like trying to <laughs> troll. Funny. And I was like, at least he was clever. Yeah. Like, that's funny. You know, I didn't even see that. It was funny. That's awesome. Well, um, my name is Charlie. I'm the, the third person on the podcast, and uh, I'm a youth pastor in Norco at a church called New Beginnings Community Church. And uh, I've been a youth pastor here for a little over five and a half years now, a little over that. Um, and I'm married to my lovely wife, my, as Elliot would say, not about my wife. Yeah, whoa, but, hey, 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 bro. What? <laughs> but my, uh, my hot wife, because that's what youth pastors are supposed to say. And uh, yeah, just five and a half years here. Love every minute of it. Was uh, saved in the church, at this church. And uh, again, it was kind of a, a weird situation. I was 19, almost, no, I was 20 at the time. And the senior pastor was like, hey, you're going to be the junior high director. And I'm like, I'm 20. I don't even know officially how to tie my shoes yet. So I don't know how I got this position. But um, yeah, I've been at it ever since. And uh, a funny story. I have a lot of funny stories um, from the fact that we're in Norco. So it's like mini Texas. So I've had students roll up on horses and get dropped off for uh, youth ministry. Um, Dang. Yeah, it's 
it's very redneck out here. And uh, I love it, but it is very redneck. Even last week, our, our service outside, since we're in the middle of COVID right now, uh, we had students roll up on a golf cart. And they hung out with us on their golf cart. That's and sweet. I was like, man, this is Norco. But uh, the first week of youth ministry, I had a student sell and buy a vape from a high school student. And uh, the next day was Thursday. I got a call from the student's mom. And first up, this is my first week. I'm like, how'd you get my number first off? And she's just yelling at me. My student bought this vape. I'm like, I'm going to blame the other youth pastor because that, that's not my student yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then the next week we broke a TV. So I was like, man, youth ministry is starting off on the on the right foot right now. Dang, at least it was another student. When this kid was, uh, when this guy was in youth, their youth pastor was actually selling drugs to students, I think. Elliot's youth not, pastor? Not my youth pastor, but there was a youth youth pastor uh, i wasn't in youth yet but there was a youth pastor who i remember this it was guy record number attendance though he had a big <laughs> youth ministry like, every kid was coming to the youth group there was it was but there was there's yeah, pot in the welcome bag all right rumors of of drugs being sold and given to kids so like this isn't like a for sure thing this is just rumors it's pretty sure I, like but uh i think it happened i i also think it happened but it was their mission giving was off the charts <laughs> yeah yeah speed the light they got a lot of vehicles. everybody's going to camp you're going to camp. camp you're going to camp you're going to for camp real. i can't imagine that it happened man see that <laughs> that's why we wanted to start this podcast because youth I ministry see. is crazy and youth ministry there are so many different things that happen um you guys and, also mentioned your wife i didn't even mention my wife mm. and i'll get in trouble Ooh. if she listens to this which <laughs> she probably will so yeah i have a beautiful wife named amy and she's amazing we've been married for a long time we have I'm, three I'm, kids i'm in trouble she would get so <laughs> mad if he called her hot oh she hates that stuff really yeah. oh exactly. she just thinks it's so creepy and but can you do it just for the podcast? She's beautiful and oh classy and perfect. And She's classy and I was bougie. Going. Most, <laughs> most you can finish the lyric. And most youth pastors are afraid of her. Which That's I'm true. Happy with that. We will joke like even in the some of the youth pastors we hang out with, we'll joke and mess with like make fun of each other and each other's wives, but never Amy. She is mine and Elliot's moral compass. She is. Yeah, it, Tanner helps with that too. But especially like Tanner being pregnant, she has a baby now. But I would hang out with them, and Tanner and Amy's voice both just saying, Elliot. Like, it, it keeps me back <laughs> where I'm like, oh, that was too far. Shouldn't have said that. So. Nice, nice. Well, um, again, with this being the very first episode, we also just want to share again about ourselves, but also why we're starting this um, this podcast. And, again, we're part of the SoCal Student Network in um, for the Assemblies of God in SoCal. And uh, we really just want to start this podcast for youth pastors and youth leaders. And so I just want to open it up for anyone, to, or Elliot or Gary or myself, just to share our hearts behind this podcast and why we're doing it. I think we're in such a crazy season. And I know there's a ton of youth ministry podcasts out there. And, and we're not doing this to be the next big thing. We're doing it because a lot of the guys that we network with, a lot of the girls that we network with doing youth ministry, um, it, it, it's a... Uh, uncharted territory right now with uh, the pandemic and everything else and so uh, more than ever we're we're needing to have some conversations and and figure out ways of doing things and so i think for for me and and, and us this is that's a big part of it is just being able to have some conversations and the reason we call it in the trenches is because all of us are still in youth ministry doing youth ministry yeah. on a daily basis mm -hmm. uh you know we're still stacking chairs and and you know calling leaders and and texting students and uh, we're we're doing the same things that so many other youth pastors are doing and trying to figure it out along the way and, you know, what that looks like, what that means in uh, kind of a new era of doing youth ministry. Yeah, I agree. I think 
there's no part of us that thinks this is like this radical we have this answer that nobody else has or Mm -hmm. we're trying to reinvent the wheel more than anything we have something great going in the socal network that we want to extend past just the socal network there is a community um that i feel like has helped me in my six years i know for a fact i wouldn't still be a youth pastor definitely not at the same church um if it weren't for the community i have and so we kind of want to join that have these conversations laugh talk about stories um and yeah throughout just this time these last seven months i don't know how many times even just us three and some of our other friends have been together Mm -hmm. and have some like really crucial conversations about what's going on like i feel like my theology on so many things has been shaped through these conversations and so we kind of want to extend that past just a group of people having dinner we want it to go to whoever wants to hear it and and we want to join the conversation i think ultimately uh us three are going to be doing this but we look forward to bringing in some of the amazing youth pastors we have in the socal network and Mm -hmm. past that uh to join the conversation and to laugh and to joke but to talk about what's working what's not working and I think there's a lot of youth pastors out there right now. I mean, uh, I've definitely in the years that I've been doing this, seen the number of youth pastors kind of get lower. And so mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people leading youth ministries who have full-time jobs yeah. outside of what they're doing. And we can recommend um, all kinds of curriculum. We can recommend um, download youth ministries. We can recommend all the great things that are out there. But I think just sitting down, hearing you know people talk about youth ministry is such a help. You know, and hearing like, this is how we're doing it. This is how we're using this curriculum. This is how we're using Download Youth Ministry or whatever else we talk about. To actually hear someone do it. It's it's one thing to hand someone um, keys to a car, but it's a whole different thing when you go in and you teach them how to drive it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah, that's good. I know. And for for me, I think when I first started in youth ministry, I would have loved to have a podcast. I mean, at the time, too, I didn't know very much about youth ministry. It was all pretty fresh in my life so like having this podcast for those that are maybe just starting off in youth ministry or have been in youth ministry for 10 plus years that's the biggest thing for me is like i just want to see us in the knowledge that we have really more so just the knowledge that gary has because he's been in the yeah. game forever oh, <laughs> um but to be able to shed light on that and, and yeah. share it with everybody that's not just within our network but just around the globe if i can start it off going big yeah um, come on yeah because mm. there's, there's a lot of questions that i still have quite like want answers to and yeah so. i think more than anything too hopefully this equips people but my goal is that it even just like normalizes what youth being a youth pastor or youth leader is like because i feel like it's a lot of times so much pressure mm-hmm. and there you know it's a weird dynamic because um a lot of times the people you lead the the leaders you have are close friends of yours but you have to like toe that line of like being their leader yeah and it's lonely you Mm -hmm. know you got the students who you're close to and especially when they're like junior seniors you almost want to just be their friend but you have to you know it's like it's such a weird dynamic and so i think just normalizing some of the weirdness and letting people know hey you're not alone in this we all and and so i think there's gonna be things that people are like oh i never knew that Mm -hmm. but then also just the peace of mind in knowing we also don't know something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I talk to Gary, it's such a huge relief knowing that he's been in youth ministry for like 26 years, right? 27. Nine. 20 what? Nine? <laughs> this is year 29. I'm going to give you the respect you deserve. 29 years. Uh, and I'm like, what about this? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. That just That's how that goes. You know, like it, yeah. it helps to know, oh, I'm not crazy or I'm not just bad at my job, you know? Mm-hmm. This is how it goes for a lot of people. And so I like I hope that 
there's like a weight lifted off of some youth pastor's shoulders when they listen to this because they see we're in the trenches too and yeah. we i want people to look at me and know yeah. it's okay to suck look at gary sucks <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah but i we all make mistakes there's times i've talked to other youth pastors i'm like what do you do in the office all day sometimes yeah. i'm like am i okay to look at all these youtube videos or like am i the only one doing that like dude is but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I get you. I'm going to get fired. <laughs> Hopefully my lead pastor doesn't listen to this. I work really hard. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's just the heart of this podcast in the trenches. And uh, we hope this is going to bless you guys. We hope that you guys can glean from this, learn from this as we do the same, as we talk about certain topics, certain discussions. Um, just a heads up, these um, episodes will be coming out every other week. And this is episode zero, zero in the very technically first episode zero one is uh, being posted right after this so we hope you enjoyed in the trenches episode zero zero and uh, make sure to tune in to the next one that is up right now thank you guys see ya bye